Welcome to the end of Monday at No Challenges Remaining, which is technically called Early Tuesday. I'm Ben Rothenberg, joined by Courtney Nguyen here on Court 6. Hi, Courtney. How are you? I'm good, and we should say that we are at the U.S. Open, day one of the U.S. Yes. Open. Yes. Day one of the U.S. Open ended with a bang. I don't know. It wasn't previously announced, but actually the final of the women's singles was held on the first day, it felt like. <laughs> I it see did what you did much. there. I it see, did. I no, it did, felt, did. it did feel like a Grand Slam final we watched, and certainly Marisha probably reacted like it yeah. afterwards. Um, Courtney, what were your thoughts on that match that we just witnessed with Maria Sharapova? If you haven't seen, cover your ears. If you, if you DVR'd it, don't listen yet. Sharapova beating Simona Halep uh, 6-3 in the third. She did, yes. No, it was, it well exceeded all hopes even of what um, I thought that that match could be or even I think most of the people that I talked to today, what they thought the match would be. I did kind of, you know, everybody that, it was a talking point all day of like, who do you think is going to win tonight? Who do you think is going to win tonight? in the press room and it was pretty evenly split and there were a lot of question marks going into it and the really really interesting thing is that the two question marks uh, or at least kind of the the variables that seem to skew uh, skew people's opinions over what would happen really didn't play out which is a the people who thought Halep was going to win were like I don't think that Maria Sharapova was going to be match ready she's coming in under her injury cloud she's only playing she's playing yeah. her first slam all these sorts of things she can't possibly play as great as she would need to do to beat a Halep who is playing well these days. The flip side of that is, well, but Halep's 0-6 is a pressure match. There's a lot of talk about world number one. Halep has, you taken know, some bad losses taken some bad summer. losses and has played poorly in big matches. Yeah. Not poorly, but has had her moments where, I mean, Muguruza, she didn't show up, and she'll admit that. Uh, Svitolina. Svitolina. Um, but, uh, but otherwise, you know, the kind of thought was like, oh, Halep's going to effectively, I hate using the C word, choke. Um, and neither of those things, in my opinion, happened tonight. No. I think Maria, I could not expect the level that we got from both women tonight. Um, Maria was incredible. Um, I don't really know how she did it, um, simply because, you know, she cracked over 50 winners. She was hitting some incredible angles off the forehand and the backhand side. She was all over Halep's serve, which was not good not tonight. Not good tonight, no. Um, so that is, I think that Simona is absolutely right when she said, you know, I think my serve is what was the reason that I lost. I think that that's right. Um, but this match, what was so great about it was for all the swirl of all of the other reasons why this match was hyped, mainly, you know, Maria coming back from suspension, uh, wild card discussions, uh, Halep and whatever people talk about with Simona Halep. This was just tennis for two hours and 44 minutes. And it was really high level tennis. It was great. It could have gone either way. But once again, Maria Sharapova just has the keys when it comes to playing Simona Halep and was able to unlock. And she said she wasn't playing that great in practice, didn't practice well, almost pulled out of the U.S. Open, she said, um, mm. after getting a MRI in, in, in August in Cincinnati and wasn't happy with what she saw, really wasn't practicing very much. So, you know, all of those things, I mean, I think that she is definitely... I don't know if any, I don't know if Maria has the capacity to surprise herself simply because I know what her self-belief levels are, but I'm not sure that Maria Sharapova could have expected herself to play as well as she did tonight i think she was probably surprised and i think that just be i just judged that only from the reaction i mean she looked she celebrated it i will say earnestly more yeah visibly than she celebrated any of her five slam titles i Maybe mean it was the just, first french it was the same the first it was, french scene i don't know it was, it was the same choreography theory. it was just falling to the knees yeah, yeah, yeah. down she has a very set thing 
um, that she does. And she was invoking all that. And then just like the belief, okay, if not big, bigger than all the slams, at least on par with the slam celebrations, probably bigger than like when she went to Australia. Um, but yeah, it was a, a huge thing. I don't think she really expected it. And I think she's just, it was such an enormous hurdle that got put in front of her first. I mean, she's the only unseated player. And I include Sloan in this because of the press to matches who would have been given a chance against Simona with how steady Simona has been, how reliable Simona has been early rounds of tournaments uh, lately. Uh, and she delivered that. And I think that was a big thing because she's taken, she's had an on-court just rough. I mean, like that match against Brady was not inspiring in Stanford. The, she's taken losses to opponents who were critical of her, which I'm sure hurt. Uh, uh, losing to Milenovic and Bouchard, you could not have scripted, in theory, a worse beginning <laughs> for Sharapova, just in terms of emotional punch of that. And she came out here, and like it was kind of a dream night for her. She walked out yeah, it's true. to enormous applause. Equal to, I mean, it wasn't bigger than Halep, but, but as the match went on, she continued getting huge support. And there was literally a standing ovation before her match point, which just, like, floored me. Yeah, and, and, and even and when the, she was yeah, sitting down, yeah. w- like, continual as waves she, after she won, of the crowd, applause and the crowd, roaring. She, like, the, she was sort of, like, looked like she was crying on her chair, and then she sort of looked up and smiled. And when she smiled, the crowd, like, started cheering again. It was, like, it was not usual Maria Sharapova acceptance. It was more, and I... We don't want to get too well. I'm happy to get into wildcard stuff for sure. It's just like, my God, of course the US Open was going to put her in this tournament. <laughs> like, because they are there, there. This is what the people wanted to see. You can have whatever opinions you want about, you know, should someone convicted of a doping offense ever receive a wild card again and be welcomed back into the sport? Like, she's an eligible player. She was available for the US Open. And obviously, they made the right decision for them. Regardless of what right, you it's think, about the, it was them. the right decision for Sold them. Sold out crowd. Was the French Open a better tournament without her? I don't think so, but I mean, if you Elena disagree, Ostapenko is shooting Elena Ostapenko, right now. sorry, How Eliana, sorry, Ali Penko, <laughs> Ali um, B, Ali Penko. No, but I mean, but, but maybe Penko could have beaten Sharapova. I mean, Sharapova wasn't playing great. I mean, but even just getting this one match, it was a big night, and it felt like a huge night. I think I can't off the top of my head. It feels like the biggest, best, most compelling slam first round I can remember. And yeah. And uh, it feels like uh, one of the better women's matches of the year, one of the better matches period of the year. Uh, and all that's because she was in here. So that's all to say she should have been in this tournament for those reasons. And it does, there's no, the people would not be walking around with like, you know, chest puffed out if they had sent her home because we are not France or Britain, which probably would not have given her a wild card from the Andrew Wimbledon anyway, uh, as it worked out. But so be it. She's here. And now she's here to stay, I think, in this draw. I mean, it's tough to know following up that emotional win. And physically also and, and the physically comeback, right. that, but that, that being said, it is a slam. She'll have a day off, and so she knows there's no more off. slam for five months after this. Yeah, like she can just push. She can go all in. And so, um, Tamia Babas is her next round. But the main story of this draw is that the other high seed in here, Yohanna Kanta, who I was pretty high on in our draw preview show, I was more lukewarm, and you were more correct on that because she lost to the wonderful Alexandra Krunic, who is just a delight and Love. a half. Love she her. is great. She is actually. I'll put in some audio from Alexander Kernich that I got very briefly right now, and I think you Courtney did a whole podcast with her. I did, yeah, but the he, Insider Podcast. If you want to listen, it already up. Yep, it's awesome. Up. But here is a taste of me briefly with Kernich. Thoughts on winning that big match and how, how you feel? Well, yeah, b- big win for me definitely, and uh, you know, a proof to myself that I can play and beat the best players in the world. And you know, she's a very solid player. And uh, as I said already, that uh, you know she wouldn't give anything for free, and I had to be really intense from first to last point. And I'm very happy that I was intense in my head and mentally that I was just fighting, and you know I was making my winners. I was I was trying to be aggressive whenever I could, whenever she gave me a chance. 
So uh, you know, I wasn't just running around and wait, waiting for her mistake. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with my win definitely. Um, I can't say I didn't expect it. I I can't say I really expected it. But um, you know, I expected to give her a hard time at least. But uh, I'm happy I gave her harder time than she gave me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, are you uh, just last thing? Are you um, with how much of a crowd favorite and you were on your run in 2014 yeah. here and everything? Is this a happy place for you? Maybe where you feel more confident of being a, a giant killer than, yeah. than other places? I feel great here for sure. I feel great on 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 big stages and uh, you know I I like. I like the loudness. I like, you know, I go crazy sometimes also, and you know, my all the people in my box were almost Serbian, and I, I, I was picking, you know, I, I invited a Serbian player, Nistojanovic, also to come, and yeah. my, my god sister Knoll, and you know, because these people give me energy, and they're just my Balkan buds, <laughs> you know, and they will just, you know, I know that they will just scream and shout and yell and just go nuts, and when I look at them, you know, I know I'm going to get the energy, and, and for sure that's why I also love the big stages, because that's some, some somewhere I feel comfortable, but I like them when I just don't lose 6-1-6-1, when I lose, like, in 40 minutes, I hate them. <laughs> but you wanted it. So Sharapova... Now in this draw, her next draw match is against Samia Babos, then gets the winner of Sofia Kennan versus Sasha Vickery, then gets possibly Anastasia Savastova, who hasn't played great. Is Vekic the favorite to make the fourth round out of that section? My goodness. And then uh, Pong Shui is in there too. And all this sets up for Sharapova having a nice road to the quarters. And then in the quarters, it would be maybe Sibolkova, Sloan, uh, Barty, Gerges, uh, and maybe Karina Chertamianovic. But that's a great draw, and all of a sudden... Like you said before about how Simona didn't have that tough a draw, now that it becomes Maria's draw, yeah. is it reasonable for people to get their hopes up for fans of hers that she can make a really deep run into the second week? Look, I mean, I think the Maria Sharapova comeback has been astounding on every level on both sides of the coin in terms of like, I never would have expected her to play as well as she did in Stuttgart. I didn't expect for her to then you know, not win back-to-back matches, uh, basically, I think, until, yeah, she has yet to, um, you know, with the injuries and things like that. That was pretty surprising. Um, I never would have expected her to play as well as she did tonight, and she did. I'm not in the business of betting against Maria, unless maybe she plays Serena. But... um, (laughs) I was going to say that. She's 18-0 and in night sessions on Ash. And I was like, I immediately thought, like, oh, yeah, she's never played with Serena in New York, has she? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I... It's a nice draw. It's a great draw. I think that there are still going to be and need to be concerns about physically whether or not she can get through it. If things were as serious as she said that they were just a couple of weeks ago uh, with respect to her left forearm, you know, that is an issue. She put in two hours and 44 minutes of physical grinding tennis. One of the things that she was so good at tonight that I was stunned by was her movement. I thought she defended incredibly well. By the end of the match, she actually won more of the nine plus shot rallies than Halep, Mm. which is pretty stunning. Um, Clay Pova. Clay Pova in the house. And so that was really, really impressive. Now she has to bounce back. Now, the players that she's playing against, yeah, these are players that you would expect for a Maria Sharapova to be able to beat, um, you know, up up until, you know, the second week. That would be an amazing, you know, result for her. Uh, obviously getting back into the top 100, putting herself in position where these discussions of wild cards no longer becomes an issue and she gets into Australia direct. I'm sure those are all things that are in the cards for Maria, whether it happens here at the U.S. Open or it happens, you know, in Asia. But um, I'm I'm one to t- always, and I think everybody who listens to the podcast temper knows expectations. This. I temper expectations in particular when it comes to 
players who are coming off of injuries, yeah. players who lack match play. Um, and so I, I will be interested to see how she bounces back against Babosh. Um, and then that maybe then I would be a little bit more inclined if she comes out and plays a clinical match, which again, she said she, she was not hitting the ball well and was actually quite discouraged by her form and her practices leading up to tonight's match. So this really came out of nowhere. This was lightning in a bottle. Well, possibly it was lightning in a bottle or not. I don't know yet, you know, but that being said, this was, this win is far more impressive than anything that she did in Stuttgart. Um, because Simona played incredibly well, I thought, yeah. tonight. Serve notwithstanding, Simona made her earn it. She put the serves in. Maria wasn't winning free points off of that serve very often. Um, and 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 Halep, you know, it sucks. It sucks that we have to lose one of these players if they were playing this well yeah. this early. That sucks for this tournament. Um, it sucks for that section of the draw. Um, but... Um, it sure did make for a blockbuster night oh, that yeah. absolutely no, delivered on every match. You should have seen the smile. I was walking around trying to see if there was anybody around who could talk after the match. I wasn't writing the story on it, but just because our guy was it was late match. It was a long match. And the smiles on USDA people's faces, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> they were just like, wow. They, they were Obviously, because the atmosphere there was incredible for a night one. Um, sold out crowd. Yeah. Um, sold out night I didn't session. I think Shania was great, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Her boob situation was really distracting. <laughs> They were moving independently of each other. I could not. I feel like the cameraman. They, there was a lot of cuts in her, um, in her performance from like close-up shots to like wide shots. Like every single time, like one of those boys started getting a little hyper. Like it was really distracting. But that being said, let me just add this caveat. I very, 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 very much do not like Shania Twain. Yeah. So I used to. I like. I like her classic stuff. I just don't think she performed particularly well tonight. Anyway, that's the end of our Shania Twain review. <laughs> uh, other things, yeah, we mentioned it's disappointing for Kanta. I thought Karina's just played well and cha- channeled, as we obviously had audio from her earlier, but channeled her sort of 2014 vintage stuff, and, and she looked good, and maybe she can make a run. I mean, her draw is not bad. Uh, Gerges, and I mean, I'd love to see Gerges make a slam quarter, which she's never done. Yeah. This draw seems hurt there for her to do that. Um, yeah, otherwise, not really many surprises to speak of, I don't think. Uh, Men-wise, uh, cup in that very open bottom section of the draw, I flipped it over like the men's on the side, just the other side of the women. I don't have the men's draw in front of me. Um, I, didn't I was for... like, oh, did they put those on the same thing? That would be convenient for like, no, be. that should be weird. But uh, a couple people crashed out of that, um, of that, of the bottom half, which is very open. Uh, notably, David Ferrer, who we said is sort of an inevitable guy to get through those bottom sections. He's in the Chilich quarter, which is the most open quarter of all. And Ferrer went out and fought a Mikhail Kakushin, which I never would have picked him to lose no. that match after making the Cincinnati semis. So that was the biggest surprise of the day for me. Maybe even more on paper than Sheriff beating Halep. It just even though the match itself. Sure. Okay. But that's maybe it's a weird comparison to make. Uh, Jack Sock also lost in five sets to uh, Jordan Thompson in one of the more. I mean, Jack Sock has a tendency to play these ridiculous roller coaster matches. I'm not sure what it is about him. That does this, but they, were, they each broke eight times. There were so many like lead changes and stuff. And anyway, he lost. He was very uh, pissy about it afterwards. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess anything. I don't know if anything else happened. But that was a solid day one. Yeah, no, I mean it was pretty. It was pretty straightforward. Not too much uh, other than obviously the content, the Sharapova results, as we discussed on the women's side. But for the most part, I mean a, a good, solid day one. I thought of, of tennis, um, of results. I mean the bottom half of the women's draw didn't fall completely apart. Because obviously, yes, the number two seed has bowed out, but she bowed out to a five-time major champion, form number one. To a bigger name. And to a bigger name. How often does that happen? Um, you you noticed something on the on the revised draw, on the new draw. That yeah, came out. yeah, yeah. So on this draw that I'm holding here, which is only the women's draw. Um, which was just printed. Which was just printed. With it, the results it's an, of today. It's an internal sheet, I think. Maybe it's on the PDF that you get at home, actually, too. 
but <laughs> Sheriff Hubba's name is bolded. None of the seat, only seat should be bolded, but Sheriff Hubba's name is bolded yeah. on the bottom line of the draw, just out of instinct. Or maybe they already put Halep in there. I don't know what they did, but it's funny. <laughs> I, I, I was amused. And with that, um, we will see you later in the tournament. Absolutely. When something happens, not every, not every day, every day here, but when something big happens, we'll do stuff. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Ciao. Here's Shania. Oh, no. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. <laughs>